Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Cuz You Don't Know Football. Guys, we got another big time episode coming for you today. Guys, we approaching the playoffs. We about to get into it. We got my man, my man Daniel coming on. Big Cuz, you know what I mean? Always coming in, dropping knowledge and everything. So we about to get down to the get down with that. Uh, we're just waiting for him to uh, get his link and get on, and we'll do that. But basically, last week we or we got to recap what happened last week. A lot of stuff happened last week. We got we got to get to the bottom of this. You know what I mean? That's why I chose Daniel today because. We get to the bottom of stuff, so we got to get to the bottom of this, and um, yeah, we, we got to talk about what happened in week 17, talk about week 18, and we're going to talk about who's going to actually get in. We're going to talk about who's getting into the playoffs and potentially how far they can go, so we're going to do that. We're going to bring them in big time. What the <laughs> fuck is good? <laughs> Daniel, yo, welcome back to the show, man. You're one of the fan favorites. Did you know I that? I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised. I, said, I would say I'm surprised, but uh, <laughs> you're quite the likable kind of guy. So. <laughs> so, listen, man, I brought you on today because we got to get down to the get down on this. You know what I'm saying? We're getting to the playoffs. We got, we got, we got to figure this thing out. When me and you get together, shit gets solved. So we got to get down to the bottom of this, okay? I agree. You know what I'm saying? I knew you would, man. I knew you would. All right. So here we're going to do. We're going to start with the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. So the Cowboys won a very controversial game. To say the least. Twenty to nineteen. And let's go. Uh, Jared Goff was 19 of 34 for 271 yards, one touchdown, two picks. David Montgomery was 14 carries for 65 yards and a touchdown. And Amara St. Brown, he had six uh, receptions for 90 yards and, and a score. And uh, and Sam Laporta actually had seven receptions for 84 yards. And, um, and Jameson Williams actually had a pretty good game of 69 yards. You know, so it's it's average at least, you know. And, back from his injury, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's finally coming back, and he had a suspension too, if you remember. I think he, <laughs> something he wasn't supposed to do. I think it had to do with the injury, him saying, I'm coming back, but whatever. Then um, Dak, he was 26-38, 145 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Tony Pollard had uh, 49 yards rushing. Uh, C.D. Lamb had thir- – actually, C.D. CD went off. I'm not going to lie to you. CD Lamb. CD, CD always goes off. I got I got mad respect for him. Hold on, let me read the stats, but I got, I got a statement about him. Um, he had 13 receptions for 227 yards and a touchdown. And Brandon Cooks also had five receptions for 60 yards and a touchdown. Um, yo, so hold on. So CD Lamb, I'm not gonna lie to you. He's growing on me. He uh so when, when when I talk about wide receivers and what I say personally about wide receivers and everything, I'm actually more scared of a wide receiver who'll give you 10 catches and 100 yards and like three touchdowns. I'm more scared of that than a guy who's going to give you 150 yards receiving and a touchdown. So I know I basically dropped the numbers way down to basically say I'm more afraid of touchdowns than receiving yards. Of course. Um, some guys, some wide receivers – 
they're when they get 10 catches or when they get up to 150 yards receiving, it turns into about two to three scores all the time. Some guys, it was it doesn't happen that way. For CD for a long time, he would have 150 yard game. He'd have 180 yard games, and it'd be like one touchdown. But when you start talking about 200 yards and two and over 200 yards, now you're talking about something that's like, are right, you you kind of bridging that gap? And he's been doing that lately. Yeah. But talk to me, talk to me about this game and everything. Well, Cowboys somehow keep winning at home, <laughs> even with the refs' help. I don't know what that's about, but uh, yeah, what was that about? <laughs> but I even got thoughts about that. Hold on, I got thoughts about that because, in my opinion, this is still Dan Campbell's fault. Because why would you go for it again if if you if you did it and you got to do it again? Why would you not like kick the field goal? The numbers say you ain't going to pick it up a second time. Well, Numbers you, were against them, but I, I don't you know also I mean. know Dan Campbell is aggressive. Yeah, but there's a line between aggressive and stupid, and he flirting but, with But I don't disagree, but he wasn't wrong. He did get it. Just the refs messed it up and took it yeah, away. But I'm saying that like, second time, you got to kick the field goal after that. They fucked it up. You got to kick the field goal after that. Tie it up. Was like, I'm going for it. And like, you know, actually, he went through it. He went for it too many times down there because there was a field goal he probably should have had and he didn't go for it. And he went for it then and they missed those points as well. So I agree there's a time to go for it when the numbers are on your side, but you can't just go with the data and basically just, say, oh, analytically, this is a superior play. No, sometimes it's stupid. No, I don't disagree, I, but I think Dan Campbell as a person, just in general, he's all in. You know what I mean? With the with the Lions, used to play for him back in the day. He's like, I'm just going to be aggressive, see what happens. I mean, we're sitting here at 11-4 and four at the time, 11-5 and five now. <laughs> we went on a vision for the first time in 30 years. Like, I'm going to go out here and try to get a dub. Yeah, is that two I don't know if that changes anything, to tell you the truth. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. Yeah, so that they could have had the two seed, and now they're in three seed. Now, that, that's not a huge quantum leap, but I do think that, like, all right, cool. All right, I see your point. I get your point. It didn't really mess up too, too much. Okay, but I would in, my, in that scenario, I probably would have I probably would have kicked the field. I think most people would have kicked the field goal, tied it up, overtime, whatnot. But, like, I have said that since the beginning of the year. Dan Campbell's aggressive. Like he, he's going for dubs. He's not going for ties or we had a good loss. I want dubs. Nah, that's valid. That's valid. I I I'll stick with that. So in conclusion, would you have gone for it that second time or would you have kicked the field goal? Me? No, I'd kick the field goal. <laughs> I didn't think you was gonna say that. <laughs> but, uh, cow- Cowboy, listen, for some reason, Cowboys in their last 16 games at home, undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know what, though? Honestly, I would feel so much more like, and I still think, like, my pick of the of the Lions going to the Energy Championship game, I still am standing on that. I'm going, listen, I'm going to have credit for that when it happens because I've been saying it since, like, August. Listen, I don't think, I don't think anybody in the NFC wants to see the Lions in the playoffs, if we're being honest. But I tell you what, if they would have, if they would have, like, got, like, Chase Young, they should have went after Chase Young. If they would have got Chase Young, Oh, for a bookend with Aiden Hudson. Oh man, that might it might it, it might have been right. They might have been like, all right, that's too much. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. All right, moving on. 
Listen, the, the Ravens whooped up on Dolphins. <laughs> the, Ravens about, been, the Ravens have been, been, been beating people the fuck up lately. Um, the Ravens been whooping teams that everybody's like, oh, they're going to the Super Bowl. Like, no, they're not. I'm scared of these teams. And they're like, oh, oh I'm like whipping, like stepping all over them, stomping them out. It looks bad. It looks bad. But they beat the Dolphins 56 19. 19. Now, I will say, though, it's more actually the. The the Dolphins tried to, you know, get back in, so they so they went for it on their side of the field at like the thirty, and then they got points off it. So it was more like forty two to nineteen, but that's not saying too much. That's it doesn't. That's not much better. <laughs> so uh, Tua was twenty eight to thirty eight for two hundred and thirty seven yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Uh, uh, Anche David Anche he was um, fourteen carries for one hundred and seven yards. Uh, Tyreek Hill had six receptions for 76 yards. And that's pretty much everything there. Did they have any picks? They didn't have any picks, right? Nope, no picks. Oh. And uh, Lamar, Lamar Action Jackson, he was 18 and 21 for 321 yards and five, five tutties. And no five tutties. <laughs> so 13 passes were not touchdowns. Yes. That's that's it. <laughs> he threw 18 and 13 weren't touchdowns. There was only a couple that weren't touchdowns. <laughs> um, efficient. Hey, efficient. Efficient. I mean, that is efficient. Was it uh he was he was very quarterbacky. He was very quarterbacky in. You see? You see that? He was see them glasses ain't for nothing. He was very quarterbacky in. Uh Gus Edwards had 16 carries for 68 yards and a touchdown. And Melvin Gordon actually came back with a touchdown in this game, too. Didn't even know he was still there. Everybody getting, was eating on, Listen, Saturday, on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? And then Zay Flowers, three receptions, 106 yards, and a touchdown. He think he Randy Moss now. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. It's 106 yards, but, like, 70 of it was on one play. Yeah. Yeah. That's valid. Um, who else we got? Uh, Justice Hill. Uh, he had five receptions for 64 yards and a touchdown. And Isaiah Likely is filling in very well for uh, Mark Andrews being Andrews, out pretty yeah. good. Uh, he, but he had 42 yards, but two of them were for touchdowns. And then I don't even know who this is, but Charlie Kolar, he also had one uh, catch for 19 yards, and that was a touchdown. And uh, Patrick uh, Ricard also had a the, – the fullback had a touchdown as well. Listen, everybody was eating. Go okay. ahead, go ahead, and talk. I want to hear you talk. I'm not even gonna say nothing. Everybody was eating. The, the everybody was hating on Lamar for some reason after the uh, the last game. But he came out and just showed him what's up. So that was my thing. So that's that's kind of my biggest take from this. Well, I got two takes, but my biggest take is kind of Lamar Jackson is the MVP. Before he even played San Fran last week, I felt like he was the MVP. And I didn't understand. This is one thing that never I'll never understand. How do you have two MVP candidates on the same team? Right. I don't. I don't believe in that. That's like so. When you say because they'll take votes away from each other. Yeah. Somebody I be the most valuable. You see. You see where I went to there. The most valuable. And if you got two players and you're like, all right. And we're, and if for everybody who doesn't know, we're talking about 49ers. We're talking about CMC, and we're talking about. Uh, yeah, Brock Purdy. Purdy. When you have two players on the same team, 
like neither one of them can be the most valuable. And I don't see how you're saying the most valuable when when they went on their three game losing streak. They were both there, and the other players that were injured <laughs> came back, and then they then they haven't lost since except for right. that. So I don't understand that whole thing. But Lamar, if you don't think he's the MVP at this point, you just hate me. That's how I feel. And and I'm even saying that because in the summer, I was kind of one of the ones on the fence if I wanted to give him a contract or not. I can still validate the statement. My statement ended with I would pay Lamar, but I would I still validate that statement that I was on the fence on paying Lamar. And he's MVP now. Listen, you get the right offensive coordinator, you can do some things. You can do something, or you just get Lamar Jackson and say, "Here, do here's the ball. Just do whatever you want." He is kind of that ultimate like Swiss Army knife. Just like if the play breaks down, you know he can get me something. Absolutely, absolutely. But my other take is about the Dolphins and a reoccurring theme. I at least have identified what would it will look like when the Dolphins lose this year. I I have identified that. what it would look like is it's going to be a tough defense that's going to make them sustain drives. So they're going to take away the big plays, and they're going to say you're going to have 10 play drives all game. If you're going to win, yeah. Yes. And then if you have an offense, if you have an offense that can take the quarterback out of it, that can you, this is an offense that can generate 20 points. And if you have a quarterback that can play better than Tua Tagovailoa, which is a lot of quarterbacks in my opinion, that's who they're going to lose to, that team. There's a couple teams that fit that dynamic. We'll get into that uh, in, in the next segment. But that's how I feel about Miami. Like, there's the ceiling. We, we're a long way from when they beat Denver and they put up 70. We're a long way right. from that. They're, they're, we, we can see. Dist- distant memory. <laughs> This is like in Rocky. this is like this is like in Rocky if the, if the Russian actually turned out now he's a scrub it's like now he's ass like right he was the Russian we was all scared for our lives and I was like oh, okay he's slow we got bleeding yeah he we passed him bleeding we know he bleed now he's just <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that he's whip his ass from time to time <laughs> you big slew footed Russian okay let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about these uh the Bucks and the Saints. And I do have a question. I do, have a question title. I do have a question in the next segment, but we're just going to talk about this game. So, the Saints finally show up and show people and look at the team that everybody assumed is going to win the division and went to work on them. And honestly, it it was a bigger, it was a wider gap than the score actually shows. But the Saints uh, went into Tampa, won 23-13. to Baker Mayfield was 23-33 for 309 yards, two touchdowns, and two picks. Not much on the ground. I'm not even going to mention it. And Trey Palmer led them in reception in receiving a four reception for 84 yards and a touchdown. And Chris Godwin had three receptions for 84 yards and a touchdown. And did they have any picks or anything? No, they did not. Derek Carr was 24 of 32 for 197 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Jameson Williams had 19 carries for 58 yards, no touchdowns on the ground. And then uh, Jawan Johnson led them in receiving with eight receptions for 90 yards on a touchdown. And uh, Taysom Hill 
Taysom Hill. Well, I tell you, I don't know how. To... <laughs> every, every four games, he'd be like, oh, there's Taysom Hill. He had two receptions for 30 yards and a touchdown. And who's uh who had the picks for them? Jonathan Abram, he had a pick. And uh, Alante Taylor, he had another pick. All right, dissect uh, – Get 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 to the bottom of this game. I don't even know what to do with the NFC South anymore. Well, we said it at the, we said this seventeen weeks ago that the NFC South was was up for grabs because they're terrible. Nobody wants right it. right now. If you got the Saints and the Bucks eight and eight going into the final week, but guess what? They can vote if the Falcons beat the Bucks and the Saints lose. Falcons can, can win the division. It, well, the, the Falcons play the Saints. I'm sorry, yeah, if the Falcons beat the Saints and the Bucks lose, the yeah, Falcons if, if, and the Bucks lose, if the Bucks lose, the winner of the Falcons Saints game wins the division. So the Bucks got one more chance at it. So you're sitting here looking like we talked about looking at a team that could go in here eight and eight, eight nine, and make it uh, be a, a hosted uh, playoff game. We and we said that a long time. Yeah, we said it 17 weeks ago. How bad that division was. <laughs> Yeah, eight and nine. <laughs> eight and um, nine and hosting a, a playoff game, man. They're gonna host the, and they're gonna host the Eagles. <laughs> right. You're gonna host it. Eagles is gonna come in and stomp you out. <laughs> so I mean it's not but to me it's not much to say about this game. The NFC South, like throughout the year, okay, I'll give credit that throughout the year, each one of these teams showed against a team that you thought that they clearly weren't gonna be able to compete with. And they beat that. They beat at least one of those teams, all three of them, this year: the Falcons, the Bucks, and the Saints. Okay, so I give them credit there, but I ain't got much more credit to give. That's them. it. That's what else can you say? Because consistent ain't been a term to use in the NFC South all year. They're they're not good, man. They don't have a quarterback. The best quarterback, Derek Carr, he's not good. <laughs> Derek Carr's not. That's I tried, you know. I tried to root for him too, you know. I've tried to be like Derek. You know what? That Derek Carr, y'all better stop hating on him. But he just ain't giving me any reason. <laughs> any reason, man. He ain't helped nothing. Um. So, all right, cool. We'll leave that there. All right. So I got a question. How did how you how your Eagles lose to the Cardinals? Yo, how did that? How did that? The Eagles are. Listen, the Eagles are drunk right now, man. I, I don't know how else to put it. So the game, the games they've lost, it's fine. Okay, you lose against Cowboys, they're a good team. You lose against the Diners, okay, fine, whatever. But losing against the Cardinals when you was up like twenty eight to seven, like what? Ha- like you just ran the ball the whole time. You just ran the ball and just ran the clock out, and you you probably still could have won. I got my thoughts. Let me read the stats. I got my thoughts. The Cardinals, yes, just as you said, came back and won 35 to 31. Was this in Philly? This was in Philly, right? In in Philly. Jalen Hurts was 18 of of 23 for 167 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. And then Kenneth uh, Gainwell threw a a 17-yard game as well. DeAndre Swift led you on rushing with 13 carries for 61 yards. And A.J. Brown led you on receiving. He had 53 yards. Uh, Dallas Gardner had 47. 
Julio Jones actually. There was a Julio Jones signing. He yeah, had he had two TDs. He had two receptions, and both of them was for touchdowns. Yeah, he had two TDs. And the announcer even called it. He was like, get Julio Jones the ball on this play. And he got it to him for a touchdown. I said, check that out. <laughs> and uh, let's see, who had who had a pick? Uh, Sidney Brown had a pick for you guys on defense. He returned that, too. That was a big play. That was a big play. He returned that. Listen, everything you're saying should equal up to a W. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> Kyler Murray. Uh, it was 25 of 31 for 232 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. And I just told you Sidney Brown had that pick. Uh, James Conner had 26 carries for 128 yards and a touchdown. Uh, <laughs> and also, uh, Michael Carter, not on like a bunch of yards, but he had seven carries for 61 yards, but that's like eight, eight nine yards a carry almost. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then. Oh, please forgive me because I don't know all of these Arizona Cardinals uh, receivers. Uh, Greg Dortch. Greg Dortch let, the, let them receive it. Y'all let a dude named Greg Dortch torture y'all. Listen. <laughs> lit, lit they ass up, man. Seven receptions for 82 yards. Uh, no touchdowns. Uh, Trey McBride had 50 yards reception or 48 yards receiving. And uh, Michael uh, Wilson. He had 35 yards receiving with a touchdown. And Michael Carter had one reception for six yards and a touchdown. And James Conner also had a one-handed touchdown grab, and I saw that. And who caught it? Joey Blunt was the guy who caught the pick. All right, let me go into this real quick. Don't you even say nothing yet. You just rebuttal this. So this whole year, I, I was pretty consistent when I said I didn't think this year was the year for the Eagles, and I'm more scared of the Eagles next year than I am this year. And the reason for that was because, and I think that's what's coming to a head right now. Yo, y'all lost your offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator last, like, coming into this year. That's the culture, okay? So y'all started a new culture on offense and a new culture on defense. Great defenses have lost their defensive coordinator and then were trashed the next year. Now it's like they yeah. can't stop nobody. So y'all did that on offense and defense. So y'all got to reset and re um, what's the word I'm looking for? Reestablish the culture. And I think when you look at a team throughout the year, you know how like sometimes people say, "Well, why don't you do the thing that you already did to that you won with?" Well, the reason for it is because if that's all you did, pe- people would learn what you wanted to right. do. So you have to stop it. All year, y'all were able to do something. I think that's why y'all started 9-1. and one, And teams started to say, okay, we're going to stop that. And then we're going to stop that. And then we're going to try to take that away. And that kind of put your hands behind your back. And now y'all are having to figure out this little nuance. It's not as simple as running the ball or passing the ball. This little nuance of how teams or what teams have a feel about you is that you have to reestablish that. And I, and I was curious to see – I was curious to see when this happened. I kind of saw this kind of coming, but um, I'm curious to see what y'all can do to fix your woes as you go in, into the playoffs. Well, I mean, was it if they that can beat the Giants? Right that was good stuff right there. I just gave you. I just want you to know that was, was solid. Shit. It was solid was analysis. Shit. <laughs> that was a solid analysis. Go ahead, guys. So was it uh they play the Giants next week? 
Cowboys play the Commanders. I think even if y'all lost that game, I don't think you slide anymore. You're not getting it. No, no, no. No, sadly, no. Not after what they just did. I don't even know if they have to sit people next week. I mean, I guess to your point, like we talked about 17 weeks ago, yeah. I thought that they would be able to overcome the issues just based off pure talent. Because you look at them on paper and they're disgusting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you look at them purely on paper, offensively and defensively, they got studs everywhere. Yeah. Yes. That's they, why I'm saying it's not the talent. It's just young talent. But, like, now I can you can kind of see, though, some things like your DBs do need some revamping. And you can kind of Yeah. So, but like, yeah, like, but like, it was more like this young talent got to grow up. You know what I mean? Usually rookies don't get you over a hump. So go ahead. But that's uh, to your point, losing your defensive coordinator, I feel like affects the secondary the most. Your front seven knows to go forward, go get that ball. No, that's a valid take. That's a good take right there. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're in the front seven, my job is to get that ball right there. That's it. Yeah, because y'all, y'all y'all worry about that backside stuff. Yeah, because you know you're I mean? switching from like a cover three defense. Now you're in zone, and now you're like, oh, I now want you to do man for predominantly. And it's like, well, that's not where I was good last year. You're right. That right. was 100% right. I didn't even think about that. Go ahead. So that's 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 so to your point. Yeah, the DBs need some off season help. I'm hoping they can draft some. Maybe get the right kind of coaching there, but like. The secondary has just given up way too much. Obviously, you can't be up that much against the four and seven Cardinals and, and then have them come back and beat you at home. I got, actually, I got a new, I got a question because with the Cardinals, yes, they are four and seven, but they also, ever since Kyler Murray came back, have looked like a different team. In this offseason, do you do you move off of Kyler Murray if if you're the GM? Or do you keep him in? in, Dep- in. Dep- depends on the so quarterback. That's, that's okay, you're not going to get Caleb Williams. So you might get Drake May. So let's say Drake May's on the board, and now you got Drake Or, or Michael Penix. See, I wouldn't, once you get to that third quarterback, I wouldn't. But the top two, you might have to. You might have that conversation. So if you got one of the top two quarterbacks, and now he's on the board, and, he, and now you got to pick, do you take him or do you – Take a player and and still build around Kyler Murray. From what Kyler has shown us on and off the field, I probably move on. But he beat. Not, like, hold on, hold on. But he beat in like, like two consecutive weeks. Look, look what he did in two consecutive weeks. So this week, yeah, he beat the Eagles, right? He beat the Eagles this week, and then last week, what did they beat? No, I'm sorry. They lost. They lost to the Bears last week. Yeah. Which is another conversation question about Justin Fields. We probably should have. I might ask you that too. Okay, never mind. Yeah, they lost the last two games and they beat the Eagles, but they beat somebody. They was like, oh snap, they beat them. Either way, I don't know. Um, probably the Steelers. It probably was the Steelers. I think it was the Steelers. Yep, it was the Steelers. Um, so yeah, so they're two and two with Kyle Cormack and you're saying move off. I think if you if you have to put a contract stipulation for a player that he has to study the playbook instead of playing Fortnite or whatever, that's a concern. 
But that's not fair only because it, so like owners don't come out as like the worst owners in the NFL in that regard where it's like the contract is like, I got to work for this man. But like he might be the worst owner in the NFL. And that is coming out this year too. So when you say I don't know. Falcons owner is pretty bad, but I okay, but <laughs> so um, all right, so there's no winners here. So what all I'm saying is, if one of the top five worst owners in the NFL is basically saying, "Oh, this is how I want to stipulate it, and this is what I'm bringing out into the media," maybe that might have been overblown. And Kyler, because Kyler kind of had them looking legit, at least legitimate. You know what I mean, like. What would have happened for 17 weeks if he was there? I don't disagree, but you've seen what what's happened for 17 weeks. Has he made the playoffs yet? Yes. Once? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been there for some years. years. But he also inherited he also inherited the Arizona Cardinals. It's the Cardinals. I get that. But like, so here's the thing, to your point, how talented he is. I'm the GM. I could possibly get a Caleb Williams or a Drake May. You ain't a getting bigger. You're not gonna get a big a bigger, stronger quarterback, and I can get him off my books and get some picks, get some players, and just and just revamp it. Like, all right, let me ask you this. All right, so say so in in a team for a team that might actually be in the play to get Caleb Williams because Arizona's not going to be in play. They they've won too many games. The Chicago Bears are probably going to have the number one pick. Not because of their record, because they made the trade with Carolina. Right. So, with Justin Fields, do you feel the same way? Or do you feel like – because Justin Fields is going to have to hit I like Fields better because I saw everybody all, – all everyone is still thinking about is Caleb Williams' Heisman year, mm-hmm. which, was, which was last year. Yes. This year – he lost five games. Mm-hmm. He, he sat out on a bowl game. And then the backup, his backup, who ain't played a game all year, he took a snap, had six touchdowns in the bowl game. So mm-hmm. is Caleb Williams a system quarterback? Is that why he's good? Because Lincoln Riley, as we know, can put can put offenses together and make you look amazing. Well, I, I think that um... – I'll take away from his skill set or how good he is. So you, so you saying. actually know more about the college quarterbacks before the draft, like like throughout the year. You actually watch more college than I do. I'm still adjusting to what it means for all of the top quarterbacks going to these big universities. So when when we was growing up, if you like the best quarterbacks in the NFL, none of them went to the to the big schools. Right. So now with these NIL deals, they're going to the big schools. So I don't know to answer the question. I probably wouldn't be the best one to to ask that question to. To be honest, I'd have to look in and evaluate it because he was on a very good team. To your point in USC, so I don't know what that means. So personally, again, and you have the number one pick, you can once again flip that into more picks, more help for Justin, and you can still go out there and get you a a Marvin. Right, or, 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 or keep them in one pick and get Marvin because him and DJ Moore apparently grew up together. Excuse the background, and, and they and they were uh, and they were and uh, Justin Fields and him were teammates. Right, like, and he and Marvin's a beast. Marvin's a beast. He's a problem. 
Um, okay. All right, cool. I mean, so it's something to think about there. We'll keep that in mind. We're not going to completely, because me and you are going to get down on what to do next year a lot more throughout the year. So <laughs> so we're going to get there, but we're going to keep it a little bit more focused. And I, I want to talk about this before we head to the next segment. <clears throat> so my Colts, we won 23-20 to 20 against the Raiders. Uh, Aiden O'Connell was 30 of 47 for 299 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. Yes, he did light us up. I watched the game. Um, <laughs> Zach White had 20 carries for 71 yards. Devontae Adams had uh, 13 receptions for 126 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, that boy went to work. And there were no picks. That's why we won the game. Uh, Gardner Minshew was 15 to 23 for 24, uh, 224 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Jonathan Taylor had 21 carries for 96 yards and a touchdown. Actually, our leading receiver was, uh, was, uh, whatchamacallit, um, Alec Pierce, and he only had one reception for 58 yards, and that was a touchdown. <laughs> uh, and then Josh Jones had two receptions for 58 yards. And yeah, there were no picks in this one either. So let me, let me dive in real quick, and you can rebuttal what I'm saying. Um, first of all, I want to give props to um, Antonio Pierce, the job that he's done. I couldn't be happier that he did the job that he did with this team, considering that what they invested into was uh, – uh, uh, what's that damn coach's name? Uh, I can't even think of it right now. Uh, <laughs> Which one? Uh, McDaniels, Josh McDaniels. Oh. Yeah, they, they invested into him, and he's a travesty. And the only time he was ever good was when he cheated – and, and and DJ Williams said that on 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 the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so um, I can't like him coming in as being his favorite team. Um, it was it's big what he has done. Curious to see what they do in the off season, um, in terms of keeping him or letting uh, him go or whatever. Um, and yeah, and the Colts like I mean we finally played like we should have played. I don't know how we lost to the Falcons last week, but we did, and we bounced back here and. Yeah, this is going to put us in a pretty interesting situation come week uh, 18. I think I think the Colts are fine. I think they pull it off. I think they get that last wild card. Okay. Okay. What did we, we probably – would it shift your focus? Do me a favor. Shift your focus to the Raiders because the Colts are a part of our next segment. So shift your focus to the Raiders and talk to me about the Raiders and what you feel about them, the state of them, anything. I think the Raiders have needed a lot of help for a long time. I think you got a top 10 wide receiver that's wasting away. Oh, he's, I think top you, he's top five. Top five, sorry. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, he's just – he came out there to play with Derek Carr, mm-hmm. and you guys shipped him off. He is mm-hmm. going to have something to say this offseason. Uh-huh. Either get rid of me or, you know what I mean, draft – Something, you know what I'm saying? But like, I'm not doing this. You're not wasting my career. <laughs> Correct. Correct. As he should. Crosby, like the Ra- the Raiders are a team that I think the Bears would trade for that number one pick. And get like it's Crosby. Play- oh no, no. <laughs> I don't the, know. Uh, number number one overall pick to get Caleb Williams into Vegas. You're not telling me they're not giving up picks. No, and the, Raiders, Crosby, the, Ra- the Raiders would do it. Well, I don't think the Bears would do it. You don't think so? I think I think they'd be giving up 
first round picks for the next six or seven years. Uh, if they, oh, the Raiders? Yeah, yeah, to make that kind of play. But I don't, I don't think the Bears would. I don't see it. Oh, the, oh, the, 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 I mean, they're already saying that the haul that the that the Bears could get for this number one pick, as opposed to last year with the Panthers, mm-hmm. is like night yeah. and day. Yeah, like it's, Williams <laughs> would have been the number one pick last year too. That's what I'm saying. You're like you're robbing folks if you're like, hey, you want that number one pick? Like, yeah, I'm gonna need your whole team. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna need yeah. the whole squad. Yeah. You just pass on over your 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 grandchildren's uh, birth certificates because I'm gonna slide that over. I own them too. <laughs> Getting so, all them joints. Yeah, so I I just can't. I don't know. I just can't see them uh, doing it. But I do think. I do think they also uh, you being a college guy, we got about we got two minutes to to spare on this. I do think the Raiders or the Bears need to go get Jim Harbaugh about of Michigan. That's my real opinion. I think they need to get get him in the and, and, and get him. In. He's a culture changer, bro. He is a like he's annoying. He's hard to deal with and everything, but he changes a culture. Michigan is not supposed to be able to be winning. In, in this new NIL paying players league because they're more revolved around ac- academics. Michigan's not supposed to be the number one team in the country. No. And he's um, able to thrive in that. I think I think you tell him I, I, whatever you I want. Definitely, I definitely think he's gone. Whatever happens next Monday, win or lose, I definitely think he's out because Michigan is offering him a fat contract. You know what I mean? Like he'd be one of the highest paid coaches in the game, but it's literally a stipulation that says you can't talk to no NFL team for like three years. Yeah, but you can't talk to NFL team. Hey, listen, they was talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say nothing. They was you see how he likes to flip stuff around. Like, hey man, were you cheating? I know he was cheating. I mean, I didn't slip me a note. You know, he I, gave me the plays. I didn't talk to him. They, they gave me the note. What you want me to do? He, he, he came in and gave me the plays, man. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I was like, this is interesting. And I put it into action. I don't know. I don't know. Do it me. Listen, NFL team can buy you out of a contract. They can. So, listen. So, yeah, but I do think Chicago or the Raiders, they I think Chicago. I think Chicago would be the best coaching decision they've made. If they got Harbaugh since Lovey, because they haven't been good consistently since Lovey. I think, I think, I think he could be better than Lovey. Oh, I, I definitely think, think he. I think I definitely think he could Lovey. be better. Um, and 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 with Caleb Williams, I don't know. Yeah, I I agree. Like I said, I, they haven't been good consistently since Lovey Smith, like offensively or defensively. But I definitely think Harbaugh could come in again. Get rid of this fool we got there now. Bring Harbaugh in and just, like you said, change the entire culture and the way things go. Gotcha. I think that's a smart make. Good take there. Good take there. <laughs> okay. So, now we are moving on to the segment. Do they get in? Now, I was actually thinking, like, when I was doing all of these segments and stuff and I was thinking of uh, what I was going to say, I was thinking, do I need to even have a week 18 list of games? And I decided, no, I don't. Because if we talk about who's going to get in, then that those are the games anyway. So 
I just said, all right, we can pretty much just have this uh, conversation. So, do they get in? We're gonna start. We're gonna start in the AFC with a very easy team. I think we both uh, can agree on this one, but technically, it's not over yet. Uh, do the Buffalo Bills get into the playoffs? Yeah, wild card, but yeah, they get in. They get it. Not listen. Not only do they get in, I actually give them a pretty good chance this year. I think the AFC is uh, rather weak this this year, and it's not too many strong teams when you look at it and say, "Oh, Buffalo can't go there and win," which they're going to be on the road all year. It's what we said at the beginning of the year. It comes down to Josh Allen. Is if he going? Is he going to give you three tutties and run for one, or is he going to throw three picks? Trying to force some balls in there. Like, right. that's what it's going to come down to. Yep. Yep. So, they're a very dangerous team. They're, they're, they're just as dangerous as a five seed as they would be as, like, a two seed. So. Yeah. You don't want to really want to see them, honestly. They're, they're built for cold weather, so. Absolutely. All right. So, going down the list, I think you already said it a little bit earlier, but just say it again. Do the Indianapolis Colts get into the playoffs? Yeah, I think they lock up that last wild card spot. Because I think the Texans take the division. I mean, not Texans, the Jags. Well, I, th- I think if if um if we if the if we win and the Jags lose, I'm pretty sure we win the division. Just to let you, I've never thrown it out there. Now, oh, I know. I just Titans. don't see that. They're playing the Titans, who have been trash. <laughs> but the Titans are yeah, they're trash. But like. They're still a division game. You know what I mean? It's not like uh, that's why I love when they started this, what was it, a decade ago at least, when they started making the last game of the year division games. Mm-hmm. Cause now it means something. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And I, I, I was actually pretty curious if in their uh earlier game who won that game. And Jacksonville won that game. So usually there's a split, you know? I might be hoping for this more than I think it's gonna happen with that shit. Go ahead. You gotta remember you gotta remember but the Texans with CJ Stroud are actually pretty good. Uh, is he playing? He's playing this week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean we got a test this week, you know what I mean? And we beat the the uh Texans earlier in the year. So I mean this I, I still think the in the there's still things up in the air. <laughs> the Colts are here's the thing. It's either the Colts win the division and host the game, or they're the wild card. Just like the Bills, either they end up being a two seed, or they might not make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, but but what I'm saying is, even if the Texans win, if the Texans beat us, and then the Jags lose, they win the division. Yeah, it's, listen, the AFC South and the NFC South are in the same boat. <laughs> no, I, I think the NFC South is worse. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna Listen, be is, that, is it much better? Is it much better though? I think if you play okay, if you talked about in a one game scenario, probably not. Over a course of a season, I think there's less instances where you would prefer to play all four AFC oh, teams. Than I that. would definitely go AFC more because I believe their quarterback, uh, you know, the four quarterbacks are better than the NFC South. For sure, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. But, but but just like we said with the NFC South, if the if the Falcons beat the Saints and the Bucks lose, the Falcons win. Right. If, like, if the Saints win, 
<laughs> the Bucks, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. No, I, I get what you say. I get what you're saying. Um, I just think, like, even with the AFC South quarterbacks, there's not one metric that says Will Levis wouldn't be the best quarterback in the NFC South. And, oh, he's he, the, and he is the worst quarterback in the AFC South. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's my point. So right. they're not far off, but yeah, but I think the Colts get in. All right, so we ain't even got to talk about the Texans and, and the Steelers then. No, they're not getting there. Um, I, I I do think like I don't know Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is one of them teams that might want to give some things up for like um a quarterback. Like, like no, no no I'm talking about Kyler. I don't think they're not getting the number. Okay, this number one pick. Let, let, let's end this whole conversation. The Bears are drafting Caleb Williams. Okay, <laughs> that, that's a, that's not not gonna happen. <laughs> it's it's going in that direction. Okay, the Bears are gonna draft Caleb Williams. These quarterbacks that might, or these teams that are going to try to come up off their quarterbacks to get their quarterback, like Arizona might be with Kyler Murray, and Chicago will be with uh, uh, what's their quarterback name? Can't Fields, Justin Fields. Um, Pittsburgh might want to get on the phone with both of them. Is what I'm saying. I like. I mean, I, here's the thing: Fields is a starting quarterback in the NFL. Maybe it's not with the Bears. But he is a starting quarterback. Yes, he's just going. He's just going to get paid too much for where, where his development is and where that team is right now. He's going to get too right. paid too much. He's at that point. He's going to hold them back. And but that's the same thinking I had with the Kyler Murray situation you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Do we keep Kyler or move on? Because okay. he's going to cost. Okay. He's going to okay. cost you a bunch of money without showing that he can take you to the promised land. You know what I mean? Right. situation in my mind. Like head. a Pittsburgh, a Pittsburgh or like Atlanta, if they get like those one of those two quarterbacks, they're gonna be a scary team next year. They'll be a much better team. Absolutely, a hundred percent. So okay, so an AFC version, do they get in? We both agree it is the Buffalo Bills and the Indianapolis Colts. I do think it's closer with the Indianapolis Colts, though. And those are my that's my team, and I'm not convinced. I don't know. They 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 do stuff from time to time, and I'll be like, I gotta keep my eyes on you. I'm not sold yet. Listen, and, and they're at home too, aren't they? Yeah. That's always a toss up. Yeah, they're. I don't know why we're a better road team than home team, but like we. It's like the it's like the opposite of the Cowboys at home. <laughs> we're gonna be scarier like, in the playoffs because we'll probably be on the road. Right. <laughs> So they might want to get that wild card spot. Right, like right. We don't want to win a division, you know. We want to go ahead, Jacksonville. Y'all go ahead. Y'all win. We want y'all to win because we don't want to do want to be home. <laughs> so here it is. Um <clears throat> uh so NFC. Talking about the NFC South, let's just say that because one of these teams is going to get in. So Tampa Bay, New Orleans, and Atlanta. Now we know if Tampa Bay wins, they win the yeah. game. So they are playing the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> I expect that's why I picked the ball. Right. So, so if in the event that they lose, then the winner of the Saints Falcon game get in. Is there any chance that the Bucks don't want them? Before I ask, I got a better question. Are is, is it time for us to both officially have to admit that we were wrong about the Saints all along, and everybody that was trying to tell us differently, they were right, and we should have listened more. <laughs> Okay, we was wrong, but we weren't like super wrong because this is literally a one game. Everybody who doesn't know what just happened (laughs) in the family, what that was was I'm not admitting shit. (laughs) 
our sorrow. <laughs> no, I just want everybody to know that was a little family secret you just heard right there. What he, Daniel just said very politely and articulated it properly and sounded very educated. He basically said, I ain't a big shit. And <laughs> I said, I said, I stand on it. I stand on Listen, because it's Because like you said, if the Bucks lose, Saints win, they end. Right. We was right. Right, right. You're right. You're right. Uh, um, yeah, man, the Saints let me down all year. Man. I, I had I had high hopes for the Saints, man. Because I, we because we believed in Derek Carr. That was our problem. We believed in Derek Carr. When he came over from the Raiders, we were like, he's the best one in the division. You know what I'm saying? He's got all these pieces, and he's just they just not have not come through. See, I think it's more than Derek Carr, though. Like I th- I think Oh, it's not all on him, but it no, starts. No, I, there. I, know, I know, I know. I just feel like they got they got names on the, on that team and on that offense and on that defense, and some of those names just like underperformed. Derek Carr's being one of those names, but they they just underperformed like all year. And I don't know, it like it was like, dang, like why do y'all keep why do y'all keep losing all these games? I don't know. So like easy games. So in conclusion, which team in the NFC South are we saying getting in? I'm saying the, the Bucks are gonna win the game. Today. Yeah, I mean at this point, just because the Panthers are just terrible, man. You know what? I look I looked at them last game. I don't think that they're terrible. I think that their talent isn't what I think their their front office and the GM, I think when they evaluated the talent. It's not like what they thought it was going to be. That's not the same thing as being terrible. I think this is fixable. Pretty quick. Cool. <laughs> I look. I look at. I look at um a uh, quarterback or whatever, and I'm like, he's not terrible. You know what I mean? He's not. No, he he just needs protection. He needs protection and he needs weapons, but like he's not terrible. And I'm like, okay, you can fix this. You can fix this. Somebody coming in should look at the Carolina Panthers and say, with that defense, because it ain't like people are putting up like 40 points a game. Or no, they got a good defense. With that defense and that quarterback, I if I'm a head coach, I'm saying, I can fix that. If, if my GM, if I get the, if the GM fits me, I can fix that. That's the thing that gave up so much to get Bryce. You got to build around him now. You know what I mean? Well, what I'm saying is, I do think you can. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, I, you, I agree. Usually, usually like, you don't have a choice is what I'm games. saying. <laughs> usually a team that loses one or two or wins one or two games in a season, the quarterback is trash too. Like, he's trash. Like, he's a bust. And I'm like, no, nah, Bryce Young is not a bust. Not yet. I'm not ready to, to say that yet. Um, he he, season, he no. has flashes with nothing on offense. With nothing. He's flashed a little bit with nothing on offense. And I'm like, Okay. Uh, oh, I know what Bryce Young is. I watched him all through college. He was dragging those Bama teams. I'm, mm-hmm. You know, people might not like to hear that, but he was. Like, the reason they won a lot of games was solely on him. And it's just like with the Panthers. They got, what, two wins? Right. It's because of, it's because of him. Yeah, <laughs> just, just like that year. Just like that year where they had that whole defensive draft. They didn't just have a whole offensive draft. And offensive get line. A, get, like, get a couple of linemen. Yeah, you. you see what I'm saying? I think, I think they can fix this. You know, I think they can fix this. So that's what it is. So we saying 
Saints out, which breaks up, which breaks my heart. I don't know about you. And Falcons out. Um, so then it brings us to that final uh playoff spot. And I want to go to a team first. I think it's a little bit easier to say, but I'll say it for me. The Minnesota Vikings, I've I've been saying for about like the last like six weeks, they're gonna slide out of the playoffs. Once Kirk Cousins went down, oh. they're going to slide out of the playoffs. Once Kirk Cousins went down and the beat down from like from the Packers last week, they're they're out. Okay, yeah, I thought that was pretty easy. The Lions won the division. Packers going to get that last wild card. So, okay, so you're saying the Packers because you know because that last seed is the Packers and the Seahawks. Yeah. So, let me just get to. Ooh, I didn't mean that. So I just wanted to go over like the week uh, eighteen, um, excuse me, games for them. So the Packers, well, the Seahawks are playing the Cardinals, which has ironically become an interesting game because the Cardinals look like they just they can just beat people. Like they and, just want to ruin ruin people's seasons. Yeah, they look like they ripe to ruin the season. That they do look like that. And the Packers got the Bears in Chicago. Um, I'm actually curious when they played earlier in the season, who won that game? Because that that usually that usually sways some things a lot more than you. Pa- pa- Packers won the first game. You sure? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't think this is as easy as 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 you making this sound. If both teams lose, do the Packers get in? I believe so. I- See, I mean, they both, NFC, they both have NFC um, opponents, so the the conference record won't change. You know what I mean in terms of, and, and and that's why I lean more towards the Packers is because the Seahawks have to win. If they lose, they're done. The Packers can lose and still get in. If so they have a high, that's what I'm saying, and that's why I feel like they have a higher percentage. Um. That's interesting. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is actually ironically interesting. Both of these games, they could go either way. Both of them. Yeah. Huh. Who do I think is gonna lose more? Because that's, that's what I'm saying. If they both lose, the Packers are still in. Packers lose, Seahawks win, Seahawks are in. So let me see. Let me see when when, when they play, and they're, and they're both on the road. Yeah. So when so the Seahawks won the first game. So they're both kind of in the same situation. They beat these teams first in the year, so now this is the repeat games. They beat them at they beat them at home at the beginning of the year. Right. The, the, Seahawks, the, last game. the Seahawks might actually lose this game because they beat them and they just got Kyler Murray back. So they beat them when they didn't have Kyler Murray. So they get that adjustment plus having Kyler come back. Yeah, that might be a loss for <coughs> Excuse well, me. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Green Bay's going. Green Bay's going to get in. We. You did something there. You said something there. Don't get ahead of yourself. But you said something there. <laughs> All right. Cool. So, which leads us to, will they advance? So, oh, in conclusion, hold on, before we even get to that, in conclusion, we are saying the AFC picture is going to be. Uh, Niners, or they, excuse me, the NFC picture is going to be Niners 1, Cowboys 2, Lions 3. 
We're going to say Bucks, four. Eagles, Eagles Rams, five, Packers. Rams, six, and Packers, uh, seven. And then in the AFC, we're saying it's, we're going to have Ravens, one. Oh, do you, in terms of the Bills, um, the Bills, uh, uh, Dolphins game, because they play, and the winner of that, I think, wins the division. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if the Bills, if the Bills win, they get second place. They lose, they still can get a wild card. That's why I feel like the well, Bills I don't think are they in get the second place. They, they lost to the Chiefs this year, didn't they? I think they beat the Chiefs, too. No, no, they, they beat the Chiefs. Did they beat the Chiefs? I thought they did. Let's find that real quick. I thought they did. I, mean, I think I remember watching that game because remember um, it was that controversial end of the game. Like people were dropping passes and Patrick Mahomes was losing his mind. <laughs> I feel like that's been this whole year for him. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> poor, poor, poor Pat. Yeah. <laughs> poor Pat. Luckily, right now we get a little bit more time to be able to look back into this. Yeah, they beat. Uh, yeah, the they beat. They beat the Chiefs twenty to seventeen. You're hundred percent right. So say if they win, they get the two seed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like this is a big game for the Bills. Like they yeah. they can go from being a seven seed, a six seed to a two seed with a dub. Yeah. Ironically, if they lose, there's a scenario where they uh, don't they make don't it. make it at all. <laughs> yeah. Ironically, but a lot it would be a lot that would have to happen. Like like, like I could I can pretty much let's see. I can look at the playoff, uh, the scenarios, the clinching scenarios, because I had that up. So if they lose to the Dolphins and the Steelers win, the Jaguars win, and the Texans Colts ends in a tie, then Buffalo, <laughs> then Buffalo would be eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, that's a lot of hoops. <laughs> a lot of hoops. So, uh, so yeah, so it would okay. Yeah, that's very unlikely. Texans Colts ain't ending in the top. Um, so yeah, so they would still get in, but but yeah, okay, cool. So we're saying in conclusion, I think we might have to say that. So who do you think is going to win that game? Buffalo and 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 Dolphins. I want to go Miami because. Yeah, I tend to agree too. Okay, so we're saying we're saying the AFC picture now is the uh, in conclusion is the Ravens one, the Dolphins two, the Chiefs, Chiefs. Two, the Browns. Uh, no, the Chiefs three, the Jags. We saying Jags. we saying anything funky happening with the Jags or? <laughs> no, nah, they'll, they'll get in. I don't think they'll go past the first round, but they'll get okay, in. Okay, okay. Uh, the Jags four, the Browns five. Bill six and Colt seven. Yeah. Okay. So that wraps up that segment. Now we can get to will they advance? So basically the point of this segment is there's teams that already advanced. Oh, excuse me, not advanced, that already made the playoffs. And we want to know if they advance, if they advance in the playoffs or if they lose. And all of this we could it could be because of a matchup, it could be whatever, but we need to get to the bottom of, uh, you know what I mean, are they going to advance? So, let's start with 
So, of course, the, the Ravens in the NFC and the AFC, the number one seeds are going to advance, obviously, because they get a first-round bye. So the Ravens and 49ers are both going to advance. The Dolphins. So do the Dolphins advance? Now, yes. I think they're lucky that they got the Colts right now. And I just yeah. don't I just don't be- believe that Gardner Minshew can play better than Tua. Tua, yeah. And that's really uh, that's really the only reason that I'm that I'm feeling this, but I but like I don't trust the Dolphins. I think like I said, there's a formula to beat them, and that's very unfortunate for them, but <clears throat> then they're gonna lose at some point, but I, I would tend to say they advance in the first round. So then we got the Chiefs. Oof. So the Chiefs would have the Bills. The Bills. Rematch. <laughs> and it, like it, it ended on controversy. It was that three points. That is oh, hold on. No, I'm lying. Here's the thing. No, you're wrong. We're wrong. We're both wrong. If the if Buffalo loses to Miami and the Colts win, then the Colts will have the, the number six seed. Six seed. Yeah, you're right, you're right. We'll have the number six seed. We beat them this year. Yeah. Yeah. So we would have the number six seed. <clears throat> so then changing this. So then the Dolphins would have the Bills in the first round. And then in that scenario, I would say no, the Dolphins are going home. They're not advancing. I like the Bills better in that scenario. So, so hold on, we changed our pick. <laughs> so the Dolphins are not advancing. Dolphins ain't advancing if they got to play the Bills the first round. <laughs> We're going to get lit up in the comments for this statement. The Dolphins are not advancing. I agree. Not against Buffalo. Nope, I would pick them. And, I'm, and I agree. I think Dolphins will win this week. But in the playoffs, the following week, you know, they are saying a rematch, a rematch. You beat me last week of the year. I get to play you again the following week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not giving me two weeks in a row. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not so giving me two Dolphins weeks in a row. Don't advance. Okay, so the Dolphins do not advance. Okay, so to answer that question, we think the Bills advance. We're saying the Bills advance. The Chiefs. The Chiefs would have the Colts. I think that I mean it's the same scenario with the Dolphins. I don't think they can keep up with the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I think um when it comes down to the Chiefs, I just I just think that like this has been a problem for about two years for the Chiefs. Like they won the Super Bowl last year, and I've gone on record and said that is the worst wide receiver core to ever win a Super Bowl. That was not a wide a Super Bowl wide receiver core. Okay, so they've been dealing with it for like two years, and I think at some point you kind of got they they going to have to figure it out. And I trust that with Patrick Mahomes, uh, the most. You know, that's a problem directly correlated with Patrick Mahomes and saying I need him to help solve this. And I trust that more than anything else. So yes, I agree. I think Chiefs advance, and the Colts do not. So then four or five. We got Browns and and, and the Jaguars. I like the Browns. Flacco is cutting up. You know what? So I'm a person. I'm not not a – 
history always repeats itself. You know what I mean? So like the history of the Browns is not really what I'm talking about here. I'm not sure if they really feel as though in their heart of hearts that they shed that culture. Two things are happening. Two things are happening right now for the Browns that I think if you sat down and just said, don't take this year and just said, just think about the Cleveland Browns. Do you think this is going to happen? Oh, no, the Browns. Do, they, do, do they shed their culture? And does Joe Flacco really carry an offense like that? Two things that ain't that we ain't seen. We haven't seen it in a while, but for three weeks now, he didn't put up three hundred plus three I touchdowns. Understand? He's cutting up. I understand? But I think the, I think the Jaguars will win this game. I think the Jaguars will advance in this game. And it's not, I, I think Trevor Lawrence is just a superior quarterback. In comparison, yeah. I trust if we go head coach to head coach, I trust. Doug Peterson more than Kevin Savansky. Um, if we go, like I said, we're a quarterback. I trust Trevor Lawrence more than Joe Flacco. Now, of course, defensively, they're clearly that, but they're on the road. This Defense is travels. Defense travels. It's warm weather. I don't know. I'm, I'm going Jags on that one. I'm sorry. I say, I mean, I, I think the turnover battle besides it. I go, That's I go, all said, though. Go Jags on that one. I'm saying the Jaguars advance. I like so, the Browns just so they can I get rid of this. No, I understand. I understand. I just got a thing for superior quarterbacks, even if their roster is a little bit more inferior. I got a thing for superior quarterbacks and coaches. So... That'll be a good game. That'll be a great game, and I'll be very excited to watch that. Get my popcorn ready for that. Um, so going into the NFC, um, once again the 49ers are a number one seed, so they get a buy, so they advance. Uh Dallas Cowboys in this scenario would have Packers. The Green Bay Packers. Do the Cowboys advance? I mean, you like you were saying with the Browns, I don't, want to, I can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like no, you were saying I'm with the Browns. Like, no, no, what with through your mind right there is what scenario can I say no to this? <laughs> listen, it'd be, it'd be, listen, if they lose, that's just, they're cursed or something at this point. Like, I can't, I don't see them losing. I, I picked, I'm picking the Cowboys, but like, if they lose, at home, after all these wins, finally getting a playoff dub, like they're, they're cursed. Major, I don't know what they, they, I think there will be major changes this offseason if that happens. But I don't think the Packers are the team to do it. They're not. I don't think they're set up to be the team to beat the Cowboys. The draft, you know. With that wifey, you tell her I said hello. True, say hey. <laughs> no, I think I, I think the. I think the boys win the first round, but I yeah yeah I don't I, I think I don't think the Packers are set up. I don't. Not yet. Not yet, but but no, ultimately no this year. All right, so we're gonna move on to Detroit. In this scenario, they would have the Rams. Rams are scary. You know, before you answer that, 
I'm not lying to you. The Rams, I'm just saying they could go to the NFC Championship game too. But because the, to your point, superior quarterback play. Yeah. Yeah. Superior so, so, so they Stafford can still sling it as good as anybody in the league. Very quietly, like I mean, he he's a he's an MVP candidate, and I don't think he, anybody said it. Like with with what he's done with no, the in a reason, they mortgage they mortgage their future for that Super Bowl. This is supposed to be a year where they hit rock bottom. So this roster is beyond not complete. It's more than incomplete. It's got holes in it, major holes in it. And the fact that they got a lot of young pieces and everything like that. So for for them to be in this situation and be scary, yeah, Stafford had this. Is, this is absolutely one of the years for Stafford where you got to give it up for him. I trust you, Stafford would be happy to send the Lions home. He doesn't dislike them, but it's also like. <laughs> that would be great. I didn't even think about that. Oh, shit. Oh, remember they shit. remember they remember they traded quarterbacks. I didn't quarterbacks. even think about that. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. Oh, the year they won the Super Bowl. Oh the year, boy. The year they won the Super Bowl, they they literally just traded quarterbacks. That like it's it's rare you see a player for player trade. And they were just like, you give me your quarterback, I give you my quarterback. Like, okay, bet. And then they went off and won the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, so okay, so so who are so who do you think like who advances? And this one, I like the Lions. I like the Lions this year. I think they offensively have more firepower. So when you said that, it actually changed what I wanted to say. Not my pick. Detroit is where I wanted to go. But Jared Goff did get the did get the Rams to the Super Bowl, and they traded him. If anybody's going to be mad, it's yeah. going to be Jared Goff. Jared Goff is going to be the one that's going to be angry. About this, and he's probably gonna be the one very excited to see the Rams. You know what I mean? Like, like Matthew Stafford still, well, he still loves Detroit, still loves the Lions. Matt, you know what I mean? Uh, Jared Goff is like, nah, I need to come. I, y'all gotta, yeah, y'all gotta, I got to knock you <laughs> Y'all gotta come see me. Let's go real quick. <laughs> McVay, you come on over here, and we're gonna see what time it is. So, oh, I didn't even think of that. That's crazy. All right, so All many right. weapons, so many weapons he has. Jamie Jamerson Williams steps up. That deep threat. You got a mind running across slants on the on the, you got the backfield, and you have a defense that's just hungry. With that Aiden Hudson is a beast. I, with that running game, keep in mind they can lean on the run game. If they use Gibbs properly and not just run, but also give him those little quick little flat stocks and let him just work. Yeah, remember they got Montgomery too. They got David Montgomery too. Oh yeah, that's just a handoff. There you go. Yeah, go, go, go give me four. <laughs> All right. Okay, so four or five. So we agree that that the Lions are going to do it. So four or five matchup. The Eagles would be going to Tampa Bay. Do the Eagles advance or do the Bay? It's Eagles reluctantly from the what I've seen from being 10 and one to 11 and five. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, they went 10 and one on the season. Looking like they were about to dominate everybody, and I've been one in four since. Mm-hmm. That's not good. You know, you want to be playing your best ball at the end of the year, not still trying to figure out why your quarterback ain't thrown over two hundred yards in four weeks, or why your defense is giving up 28, 30 points a game. Like mm-hmm. that's not stuff you got. You should be working on week 13, 14, 15. Right. That's week two. Right. <laughs> so right. I say reluctantly. But I'm going Eagles just because 
I, get, I I stick with my statement from when we did this 17 weeks ago. I don't trust Baker Mayfield. Hell no, I don't trust Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust Baker Mayfield. He's terrible. Um, interestingly enough, I don't think we picked any upsets. Or I did. Or if you would consider it an upset. I said I picked Jags over Browns. Browns. But we didn't pick any upsets. I don't see it that this year because this year has been there's been nothing outstanding. I don't know how to put it. Like there's been no one team that's just like they're gonna dominate everybody type thing, or this one is a sleeper. You know what I mean? Like they'll lose a they lose they lost close at home to this bad team. They went off and beat the Chiefs by forty. You know what I'm saying? Like no one's done that. Everyone's just like are you all terrible? I mean, Chiefs are ten and six. When was the last time they, they but, lost six games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we didn't pick any upsets. Is all I'm saying. Do you see what I'm saying? Like something, something. Hey, so, so, sometimes, the, hey, sometimes the favorites come through. But I understand what you mean. And once again, this is a four or five, and and like I don't even know if the Bucks will be favored or anything. But I feel as though the Eagles would be favored. And that any Bucks can use that as disrespect. Nah, I'm going. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I just like this. The Eagles. I just feel like the Eagles better not lose to. That's why I said reluctantly. I'm like, oh, the way y'all been playing though lately. You they know what not I mean? lose like, to, to the Bucks. But like this, for all we know, it'd be the Baker Cowboys. Mayfield. Not to Baker Mayfield. For, you know, for all we know, it'll end up being the Cowboys because the Packers. Are mad at Mike McCarthy for leaving or something, and they, you know, they want to knock him out again. <laughs> that happened so long ago. <laughs> Listen, petty is as petty does. Like man. ten years ago. <laughs> That's all right. All right, I got you. All right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, all right. So we both agree reluctantly, but I'm kind of sniffing the upset on that one. I don't know why. I'm kind of sniffing it, but I'm I'm a stick. What, what, what I know, the logic of this, and I'm that's what I that's what my point's going with. Like, it, this it makes sense. Like, if you just went position for position, they shouldn't lose, but that's why we play the games. Yes, and it'll be very interesting to see. So, I think this was a very good week, Daniel. I think we did our thing. I think we got <laughs> to the bottom of some things. This is this is why this is why we bring you on because we gotta get to the bottom of some shit and. We need we need guidance, you see. This is the best time of year. Playoffs are about to start. Uh-huh. Real real football is about to begin. Mm-hmm. Who wants it? Who wants it? We're gonna have uh, uh the Colts pull off a Giants and run the tables as a wild card. We're gonna have Ravens just dominate like the Patriots and you know beat everybody down and get a dub. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what are we gonna see this year? I think it's going to be interesting to how how everything shakes up. But once again, bro, we appreciate you always coming on, taking time out of your busy schedule to to school these young people. You know what I mean, give them the knowledge and information that they need because they think they know stuff, but they don't know. Hey, gotta help them out. Gotta help them. Give back to the youth. That's what it's all about. Whitney listen. Whitney said she believed that the children are our future. So we gotta we gotta what they say: show them the light and let them lead the way. You see what I'm saying? Listen, 
That's what Whitney said. Right. I didn't say that. That's what Whitney said. Hey, talk to your girl. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's that. So once again, guys, you can check us out. Uh, full episodes on Spotify, YouTube. Check out our reels. Our reels are buzzing lately. Yeah, reels are popping. Our reels are buzzing. You can check our reels out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Look, man, we all over the place. And unfortunately, Daniel, even after you said all of that, you said everything you said, dropped all that knowledge, and I still got to end this by telling you, because you don't know football. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning, man. I'm still learning like everybody else. <laughs> well, just like Martin always said, i see you when I see you. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>